Hello, friends, and welcome into NFL Daily. I am your host, Tom Downey. On today's show, we're taking a look at the latest NFL news and rumors, beginning with Cam Newton and the Patriots, because ESPN's Jeremy Fowler revealed that Newton and the Patriots talked early during free agency. Of course, though, nothing actually materialized, but there was some level of interest in Cam which means maybe the Patriots could revisit this closer to camp because Newton's certainly not going to sign right now. But at some level, the two sides did talk. They they get they did engage, which is interesting because the Patriots made it at least tried to make it clear that they're going to roll with Stidham and and or Brian Hoyer as the backup. And Brian Lewerke is certainly not the guy either. But they've tried to make it clear, hey, Stidham's going to be our guy. We're going to give him the keys to the offense. See how things go. But it is noteworthy that they did reach out to talk to Cam and see where things were at. So, of course, Newton has not yet signed. Should the Patriots sign him? Type Y for yes or type N for no? I kind of like the idea. I, I think it makes some sense for the Patriots to go out and pursue Cam Newton if they don't believe in Stidham. Imagine a, a healthy Newton on that Patriots team. That's a really great spot for Cam Newton. Like in terms of the ideal landing spots, I think New England would be number one for him. I really do. I, I, I think it would be an ideal fit for, the, for, for Newton. It's just to the Patriots. Would the Patriots want to go out and add him, or would they give the keys over to Stidham? I am very interested in seeing how things develop, how things go about from there. But the Newton story, hey, it's not going to go away anytime soon. That will continue to be a factor. We've broken down Cam Newton before. I'm sure we'll do it again. And we keep you covered on everything around the NFL. So if you guys want more, more videos on the NFL, then subscribe. The more that we have coming in, guess what? The more videos we can do, that's just simple math. Speaking of math, let's talk about George Kittle and his extension because it is going to be an expensive one. And the report coming out of NFL.com from NFL.com's Michael Silver, Kittle and the Niners are far apart right now on a new deal. Now, we've mentioned Kittle saying, yeah, he's going to want more than just tight end money. Apparently is a bit of an issue right now because the Niners don't want to pay him more than the top tight end money. Here's what Michael Silver had to say after speaking with Kittle's agent. Kittle's agent, Jack uh, Betcha, over the last couple months, and I've consistent, and it's consistently said, I don't care about the tight end market. I'm being paid to do a George Kittle deal, and I tend to agree with him here, Silver says. He's their number one target, so important in that locker room, and he's doing something that transcends what a typical tight end does. I agree with both Kittle's agent and with Silver here. Kittle's awesome. Like, I think he's the best tight end in the NFL. And if he's not the best, he's number two, and I think is worthy of totally resetting that tight end market. So before we dive into more what that contract could look like, and I'll make this the pinned comment of today's video too, so go down there and cast your votes if you get hit with the ad break here on YouTube. Who is the best tight end in the NFL? T for Travis Kelsey or G for George Kittle? Now the tight end market right now has really barely surpassed the $10 million per year price tag. Hunter Henry actually on the franchise tag, as funny as that is. Austin Hooper, $10.5 million per year. Then it's Travis Kelsey, but that contract was signed quite a while ago. Not the same offer. Not the same market at tight ends. And Kittle, and I think Kelsey could make the same argument. No one else on that list. They are more than just tight ends. They are their team's top target. They are their team's top playmaker on offense. Or maybe with the Chiefs 1A, 1B with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to pay George Kittle $20 million, but 
how about 15? That's, that's not that high relative to receivers, and Kittle puts up great numbers, even despite missing two games last year. Over 1,000 yards, nearly 100 catches, five touchdowns, and of course, that can be inconsistent. You could get more after that. If I'm the Niners, I'm paying Kittle because he's great at what he does, and he's more than just a Titan. It's expensive, yes, but if I'm the 49ers, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make Kittle more than just the highest-paid tight end in the NFL because he's my best player on offense. I'm going to make sure that guy is happy. If I have to overpay for him, whatever, based on whatever you want to do it, okay, that's fine. Now, speaking of tight ends, Gronk jerseys and other jerseys are on sale for under 80 bucks. These include the new uniforms, and not all, but some rookies. Joe Burrow, CeeDee Lamb, Tua is available, all for under 80 bucks at chatsports.com slash jersey deal. Whole bunch more. Some of them are actually on sale right now on top of that. So go check it out. I'll put the link in the comments and the description. It is chatsports.com slash jersey deal. Go check it out today. Let's move to Colin Kaepernick because the former NFL VP of Communications, Joe Lockhart, has come out and said that he thinks the Vikings should sign him. And on top of that, also says the NFL was wrong to not sign Kaepernick really since that 2016 season. Now, we'll get in, into Lockhart's quotes here in just a second, although I'm not sure if any team will end up signing Kaepernick. Here's what Lockhart said. No teams wanted to sign a player, even as talented as Kaepernick, whom they saw as controversial and therefore bad for business. It may have seemed like a good business decision for the clubs to not sign him, and it certainly wasn't illegal, but it was wrong. I think the teams were wrong for not signing him. Watching what's going on in Minnesota, I understand how badly wrong we were. Here's the truth about Colin Kaepernick, is that he was right. Everything that Kaepernick actually kneeled for, which had nothing in reality to do with the flag or the anthem or the military, he kneeled to protest racial inequality and police brutality. He was right because the things he kneeled for are exactly what's going on around, not just in Minnesota, but across the United States right now. Kaepernick was right. He kneeled so that George Floyd wouldn't be kneeled on. And people tried to ignore it, and now it's a little bit too late for that. You didn't have to like the way Kaepernick did it, but Kaepernick was right. He sacrificed his NFL career to prove his point. Now, I don't know if Kaepernick's ever going to play again in the NFL, even though he, of course, was correct. Minnesota could actually be a decent fit, though, mostly because the, the options behind Kirk Cousins are not good. Sean Mannon, not, not a great player. Nate Stanley, wasn't that good at Iowa. Jake Browning, very weak arm. Now, at this point, we do have to acknowledge that Kaepernick, eh, we'll see what he's got. Now, there have been claims Kaepernick's asked for too much money from other organizations. At this point, his NFL options are vet minimum with really no guaranteed money or not to play at all. If he doesn't want to play, okay, that's fine. I'd try, though, maybe. I don't think he'd be a great option. I don't, Not at this point, having been away from the NFL for so long, but you could try. And if you don't want to sign Kaepernick, I get it. That's fine. You, you can type in your P for pass. But just remember, guys, that in the end, Kaepernick was right. He was right. This is exactly what's going on. The reasons Kaepernick kneeled back then are exactly why there are protests right now. Des Bryant, let's go to him now here. 
His receivers coach, David Robertson, or Robinson, excuse me, says that Bryant is receiving calls from NFL teams, which, of course, his receivers coach is going to say, but I do kind of tend to believe him here. Dez, another player who hasn't played in the NFL for quite a while here, but he's back training, he's in shape, has dropped about 15 pounds, and I am very curious if Robinson, when he says that he'll get a shot, is correct. Because I do kind of want to see Des Bryant. In fact, I do want to see Des Bryant get a shot in the NFL again. So some teams that producer Harrison and I kind of came together on that might make some sense. The Green Bay Packers, they don't have a whole lot in terms of beyond Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Devin Funches. Eh. The Niners could maybe end up making some sense. I think the Ravens are a fit. I like the Saints. Another option not on here. The Seahawks intrigue me. Des would love to go back to the Dallas Cowboys. I promise you that. It's just not going to happen. So in reality, much like Kaepernick, I do the exact same thing for Des. There is nothing and there has never will be and, and has never been in the past anything wrong with a one-year deal for no guaranteed money and you let players compete for a role. There is nothing wrong with that. You can do that with Des Bryant. Maybe he makes the team. Maybe because he's aging and the NFL is ageist. We've known that for quite a while here. And because it's not helping on special teams, maybe he doesn't make a team. Maybe he gets cut in camp. But give him a shot, right? So which team do you guys think should sign Des Bryant? Let me know in the comments section. If I had to pick just one, I think I'd lean towards the Saints, who, of course, were the last team he played for before that unfortunate Achilles injury. Let's go to LaShawn and McCoy as we continue along with our, our theme of ageism in the NFL because they like to go cheaper and younger. The Philadelphia Eagles are looking for a veteran back. And, of course, they've been connected to LaShawn McCoy. He's one of the backs allegedly in the mix. Devonta Freeman kind of in there as well, though he wants a lot of money. Lane Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, two current Eagles who know McCoy. Well, they're on board with the idea. I kind of am, too, because I look at this Eagles running back room, and I love me some Miles Sanders. But in today's NFL, I kind of want to have two backs, A, in case someone gets hurt, B, because I want to use a rotation. I don't want to make one guy my featured back and pay him a bunch of money. I want to go options. Boston Scott, Corey Clement, Elijah Holyfield, honestly, doesn't really move the needle for me. Michael Warren could be one to watch, but why not bring in LaShawn McCoy? Now, if you if you don't want to go older, I understand that. That's a, that's a lot of how the NFL tends to operate. So let me know in the comments if you want the Eagles to bring back LaShawn McCoy. Type one for yes or two for no. Now, more on Shady here. Last year, he kind of thought a favor. Is that the, maybe that's the best way to describe what ended up happening in Kansas City after, of course, the Bills cut him. But his on-field production, 4.6 yards per carry, is actually pretty solid. Now, is that the best production ever? No, of course not. But 4.6 yards per carry from a back who was 31 then, about to turn 32 in like a month and a half, that's actually pretty good. So if I'm the Eagles... And Devontae Freeman keeps begging for a whole bunch more money. Maybe I do turn my attention to LaShawn McCoy instead. He, of course, is beloved by Philadelphia for the most part. I'd bring him back. But, of course, I don't run the Eagles. So we'll see what they end up doing. But if I'm Philadelphia, I'm looking for one more back. I could do a whole lot worse than bringing back LaShawn McCoy on a cheap one-year deal. 